you just never know what you see is what you get. That's right. All right. So we're glad that you were able to join us once again. And for those who are watching, remember to like, share, and subscribe so that every time that we come on, you'll be notified. And we are definitely excited about the word that's getting ready to go forth by Dr. Larry. And everyone who's watching, you can type it in the chat. Also, uh, if you have any questions, type it in the chat, and we'll be sure to address them as we go. So everyone that's here, say, teach Dr. Larry, teach. I just want to make sure, you know, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Everybody send a message there to, to the gays and brothers out there. Okay, we're going to get right into the word. Again, we are excited. I stay excited about this particular uh, area of ministry that Father gave me, and that's to be a teacher of teachers and to pastor a great group of people like yourselves who actually broke the religious boundaries in your belief system and began to hear the message of the kingdom, the message that Yeshua himself taught. Now, we're in a series, line up on line, precept on precept, here a little, there, little, little. We teach what? Keys, principles. We teach the laws of the kingdom, we teach the systems, we teach the govern government of the kingdom so we can all receive our benefits. Now, one point of our vision is to transform church members into what? Kingdom citizens. See, members have no rights that connect to the government of the kingdom. You may have rights and get a graveyard or something like that or have your name on, on the road but that doesn't give you any rights and privileges or access to the government of the kingdom policy of benefits. When you are a citizen, you receive what? Benefits. Y'all getting this? So when you get citizen conscious, you stop asking the Lord to bless you. You begin to find out what your rights are, and you apply for your what? You are standing in line 36 hours to apply for your what? Y'all catching this? Your benefits. So the line that we stand in is in the line of that word, studying that word, doing an exegetical type study, studying the words, studying the culture, uh, being born again, being sensitive to your born again spirit and Holy Spirit, and find out what our benefits are. And another point of our vision is to change, uh, transform people from religion to what? Ruling. Religious folk always need a blessing. Always. Change religion to what? Ruling, dominating your own personal circumstances, situation in your life. And the reason most people are not dominating is because they have not been taught to dominate or when they receive teaching regarding how to dominate, they reject it. Y'all getting it? You, you used to be like that. Don't, don't confess up, fess up, fess up. I saw you when you came in. I discern your spirit when you came in. I'm going to see that he know what he was talking about. Elder DJ, he came in like this. I said, I know that Negro didn't. I, dude, I was tempted. This dude don't know who he's dealing with. Doc, I was teaching this. Man, you were shooting marbles I was teaching this. I just kept, and he came back again. Didn't he get nothing? Oh, okay. That's all night. Now he getting it. And he never stopped getting it. All right? All right, so uh, what I want to do, we, you see what we are, we've been talking about, having a good understanding from kingdom concepts of what it actually means to be born again and to get a better understanding of salvation and to know that we have a part to play after we get born again. You don't just say, Yeshua, a.k.a. Jesus, you are my Lord. I believe Elohim, God raised him from the dead. Then you save because it's in the Bible in Romans 10, 9. That's the way it's translated. That, that's a bad translation. There are some words left out there to convince people that it's more to it than saying some words. And people, by the millions, are doing it every day. Go right back to the house, pick up their gin, pick up their rum, pick up their marijuana, their dope, their coke, their crack, their cocaine. Uh, still have their women and their men because they know they're going to heaven and they believe. And I love the Lord, y'all. So, you know, God understands. That's, what, that's what's going on primarily in over 90% of the population of religion. You do know that, right? Because you used to be a part of that. I know you know it. I just know you know it. Well, you know, it's under the blood, child. You know, well, God understands. And, you know, 
he would never send us to hell. He's not that cruel and he's not that. See, that's a person really didn't get a good whooping when he was small. A lot of folks just didn't get a good, solid whooping from a man when you was growing up. You wouldn't be thinking like that 100% because you have some kind of sense to know that there's a penalty for breaking laws. There's a judgment for being rebellious. The father is not that plain that he would just allow anyone to come to his place, his abode, and break laws. Who was the first lawbreaker in heaven? Halela, right? Translated Lucifer. Now, notice that he stayed in heaven, didn't he? No, no, yes, he did. He got to be there. Uh-uh, no, 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 no. He had to be in heaven or he is going back. All that he did, the father got to let him back in heaven because he was heaven at first. So once in heaven, always in heaven. All right, well, why folk telling you and you and some people believe once saved, always saved? And the father's righteous. He is just. If he was to if he were to allow that, he would not be just. His justification would have to be stripped from him. His righteousness would have to be stripped because he 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 kicked out a, a spiritual being that he created himself to serve on his behalf. And when he rebelled, he kicked him out and told him, you'll never come back again. You'll be eternally separated from me. Matter of fact, he told him what would happen before he did. He told us the same thing. He told him all Malachans called angels understood clearly that if they broke the laws in heaven, that they could never be redeemed. They knew that and did it anyway. Everybody get born again. We're going to show you in the scripture where he told you that the just live by faith. Sheol said, I kept the faith. I didn't stop. I moved forward. I never turned back. I never quit. So I know my resting place. If you love me, you will obey my teaching. No disobedient person will come to heaven, abide in heaven, or come back on the earth. But the unbelieving, uh, Hazan, Revelation 21 and 8, the unbelieving and the uh, doubting, the liars, will all have their part in the lake of fire which burns with fire and brimstone. Who you think he was talking to? So he told us the same thing. Okay, here it is. The opportunity to get born again, the opportunity to have your position of right relationship restored back with me to get your dominion back. But if you do these things, you're not going to make it. Y'all getting this? See how quiet it is? See, because we have to think he is righteous. The father is just to all creation, all his created beings. Now, you know, the devil, his old ugly self, he's not getting back in. And we got the unmitigated gall to think we can do what we want to do and, and, and wind up some, in some heaven. Anyway, I'm just I'm, I'm talking like so we can start thinking and quit playing games. Your soul is eternal and you're going to mess around and wind up in the wrong eternal place because of the stupidity of this religious teaching. So you got to release those strongholds. All right, let's get in here. Now, a born again believer, this is where we're at. We're going to get into this particular subtopic here. That's a subtopic of the main topic for you, those that take notes. A born-again believer can what? Can what? Turn back and reject salvation after they receive the knowledge of the truth. What is the primary principle that governs this can turn back? A born-again believer, uh, born believer can turn back. What part of the soul that this, this takes place in when a person do this? Somebody tell me. In the what? In the will. We have a free, sovereign will. You can make whatever decision you want to. You can turn back in a second, in a minute, in an hour, in a day, in a week, in a month, in a year of your life because you have a free will. Now, it would be very, very stupid, but you can do it. Remember, all of us have a free will. And what is witchcraft? The process of witchcraft is to manipulate the will of others. You seeing it? That, that's what witchcraft is, the manip manipulation, the tampering with the will. And then some of us say it very bold. Well, you know, I got a free will. I can do what I want to do. That, that's a dangerous statement for a believer to be making. Because I thought you gave up your will 
I gave up my will to do his will, then I turn around and flop my lips and say, I can do what I want to do. You see it now? That's true, but when we do what we want to do, we automatically rebel against what? His will. If we are not doing his will and my will, we are in rebellion against his will by freedom of choice. Just like Halayla, Lucifer, made a choice. He said, you know what? I'm going to be like the father. I'm, I can do that. Man, I can do this thing. Shoot, I got influence. They, they hear me when I sing. I mean, the whole place is slaughtered when I sing. When I, get, when I play, I have millions of people. They have to rent whole football fields when I show up. Look at all these people following. Look, look at all these followers. That's what he was, that's the language he was. Look at all these followers I got. Look, 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 look at me. Look, look, look. <laughs> I watched some stats yesterday, and out of the 10 richest uh, European families in America, uh, three of them are in fashions and makeup. Chanel, L'Oreal, and uh, what's the guy's name? The Louis Vuitton guy. What's his name? Bernard. I just said this morning, she always know his name, and you're just going to cop out. Yeah, you always say his name. Bernard something that owned Louis Vuitton and that line that, that you know, well, anyway, that man. But notice it uh, is in fashion and looking good. And see, the scripture talks about Halal or Lucifer, that that's the way he was. And the scripture said over Yeshayah 14 that through his business and doing business, he gained many riches. He was giving you the spirit that controls this fashion industry. He know about fashion. Read, read the scripture sometimes, study it, you'll see it. But what I made that point uh, to say this, that when you make a choice, when you make a choice, the Father will not manipulate your will or stop you from doing what you're doing. So it's very dangerous to operate in humanistic and make our will carry out what I want. I'm trying to slow down and keep this very simple. If it's not the will of the Father, it's rebellion. And it's not under the blood. You can't put that under the blood. It's not, it's not under favor. You know, people use the word grace. The Hebrew word that's translated into the English word grace is the Hebrew word kin. It's spelled het noon. Head, one of the meanings of head is to be brought, brought close to the heart through ownership. Because, see, the scripture said we were what? Bought with a price, and we're not what? I, I won't. Come on, y'all fill in the blank. Y'all do read it sometimes, do you? Okay, we were bought with the blood of Yeshua. He bought, redeemed us back. We don't own ourselves. You getting it? So by me not owning myself, I have no right to be doing myself. A passive. Pastor, you just don't understand. Yes, I do understand. And more so than that, the father understands. But he don't change his laws for nobody. There are no criminals in heaven. Listen, let me tell you something. There are no people, citizens of the kingdom on earth, who are cr criminals can go to heaven. If you die in a lawless state, you cannot. I repeat, you cannot go to heaven for that short period of time that when everybody's going to come back on this new earth. It, it don't work. And if people hear this and believe it, that within itself will cause people to start studying and change the way that they live because they know that eternity is nothing to play with. It's not worth this little vapor. This is a short time we have on earth taking a chance with our eternal soul. It, it doesn't make sense. The only reason it's so effective is because you got a spirit of witchcraft that's, that's controlling this entire culture. And people think one way. That is not. And when you teach them different because of the strongholds, they will reject what you are saying unless the Holy Spirit is dealing with them and they have a repentant heart. See, one of the most prized possessions that you can possess in your soul is a soft, tender heart that's conducive to repentance, that, that is willing to change and not stay stuck in a rut. Well, I know I do this and I know the Lord still bless me. Do you actually think that blessing is a sign that you say. Wait, wait, hold on. Ask the dope boys. They got money, don't they? Going to hell 980 million miles per hour. Ask the cocaine dealers. Ask the, the sex tra traffickers. Ask them. They got money, don't they? These families 
a young attorney that was a little bit. These families just got all this money through cruelty and, and, and oppression of other people. Uh, they got money, so that means they're going to heaven, right? We, we got to think. We got to think. We are blessed to be a blessing. But that's not a sign that the Lord is operating in our lives. The scripture doesn't say that. Because in that case, uh, most of the people in the world are going to hell. Because most of the people in the world live at the poverty line or beneath it. In Shelby County alone, over 50% of our children live below, beneath the poverty line. The average income in Shelby County is $24,000 a year. That, that's, that's poverty. Well, I got a job, Chad. And they pay me $8 an hour. And just as happy as a camper, they got a, 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 a brand new a grill that'll operate by itself. Just happy. You catching this? And these folks spend taking one thing I watch about these rich king, Arab kings over there, the five riches. It takes this one guy, it takes $900,000 a day just to maintain and keep his palace going. And he's not losing nothing. It's chump change to him. Spending $2.5 million on a painting, one of the richest European families in America, spent two point, Walton's did, $0.5 million on a painting of Billy the Kid. That ain't nothing but a little change. You got to take some change out of his pocket and throw it. And we got the nerve to think, because uh, I got a, two, a, a 25 cent raise, the Lord bless me. See, that's a product that I hate. You, you can tell I hate religion. I really hate it. I see the damage that it's doing to the people's mind and the control that it have over people. Poverty is a product of the Catholic monks saying the more poor you are, the more holy you are. The devil is alive. All right, so a born-again believer can turn back and reject salvation after they receive the knowledge of the truth. Now, um, I mentioned hell. I want to show you all something something uh uh they're gonna pull up our ministry text gonna pull up uh a bible word scripture word study and i'm gonna show you where hell is in the tanakh as well as in the messianic writings most people the jw's they don't believe it's a hell that's why so many why i'd be a part of that too if i knew it wasn't no hell when you in my natural ignorance, yes, I want to. I want to be a JW. There ain't no hell. Oh, you, we live. Hell is right now. We live in hell right now. Oh, this it? Okay, cool, man. Yeah, yeah I, I give me the watchtower. Give me everything you got. I want it. Believe me, I want it. As well as the one save, always save doctrine that most churches teach that you save for good. Yo, yo, you can't be unborn. How you gonna be unborn, Dumbo? I got the answer for you. I got the answer for you. Y'all catching this? See, that doctrine is hideous. And that doctrine really is saying there is no hell. Once you make that confession, ain't no more, ain't no, you ain't, you ain't, you going, you going to hell. How many ever went to a funeral? Now, you was at that funeral, the person who died, how many of you heard that they was going to hell? The preacher put him in hell. You must have went to a good funeral then. You went to a good one. Somebody going to put them, well, they're in a better place. I was watching this, uh, Dr. Nate was showing me this lady that, you know, just had a, a underwear on, and you can see all her thighs and butt and all that kind of stuff. And, you know, because she was a singer, you know, they exempt from hell. Y'all know that, don't you? But, you know, because she was a singer, you know, and the husband trying to put in check, you know, you're a mother and your children shouldn't see you. At least they had a little more standard. Shouldn't see. Well, and then here come, here, come, here come all hell's army in support. Don't you know hell's army would support you in sin and rebellion? You, you post something on Facebook that's truth and you see won't they come. You should be happy about it. But you got stuff like that. Now, they're going to put that person in heaven regardless of the rebellious lifestyle that they live, regardless of them being idolized, regardless of them living filthy life. That person, I guarantee you, they're gonna, you're going to see posts. Well, she in a better place. He in a better place. Oh, I know, I know she in heaven looking at me with us now. That's a person's absence of knowledge. Well, you know, God ain't that cruel and so on and so on. Look, I ain't got nothing to do with that. I know his laws. Verbally and documented. They are here. He left proof of his laws here with us in the earth. As a matter of fact, the scripture said all creation would teach us his laws. 
even a silverback gorilla ain't trying to ride another silverback. He got enough sense not to do that because of the laws that govern nature. But here, supposedly some intelligent man got his big old butt laying up there with another man. Well, well, Pastor, they, they love the Lord. No, they don't. If they, he's not what you said. He said, if you love me, you'll do what? Obey, keep my teaching. I was born in St. Louis, Missouri, the show me state, Homer G Hospital. I change it around. If you don't love me, then you won't keep my teaching and obey my teaching, my word. Isn't that simple enough? So it ain't hard, is it? All right, let me show you some things. Now, the Hebrew word Sheol, uh, in the, uh, they got it here. See the Hebrew word Sheol, uh, and, it, and you see the definition. This is how you do ex, this how you exegete words. And then you take the keys of revelation. I have a study guide that will teach you what each one of these individual letters mean. They are words. They're not letters. They are words. What each one means. For instance, in this particular word, that Shin, the context here is, is, is to destroy. You see? And you have a root word. In this word for hell, what is it? What's the root word? Somebody identify that root word. There's a root word in here. This word sheol, there's a root word in here. What is it? It don't have to be in order. It can be opposite, switch around, but it's there. You think about hell and the connotation that goes with hell, and then you see the root word easy. Okay, okay. The one I'm looking, yeah, all of the mid, that's in there. Okay, what's the other one? The primary one. Hell, fill in the blank. Fire. Olive Shin is standing looking right at you. See, y'all too smart. That's, that's your problem. Olive Shin is right there. That's the Hebrew word uh, for what? Spelling for what? Fire. Shin, consuming. Aleph. It's the authority of the word of the Father that gives this consuming power, its authority to destroy. See, the connotation here is destruction. You get it? And then you get evolved there, and then you do have Aleph uh, Lamed, which is El, the Hebrew word, uh, when it's translated God for any God. Because he told us his name. That's why I don't use God, because he told me I know my dad's name. So I say Elohim, Aheya, Asher, Aheya, or Yahweh. Many names. Y'all get y'all see this? So we know hell is established the authority of destruction. The Father have given a struck destruction of uh, the authority to destroy anything that is in the presence of hell. Y'all getting it? Sheol. All right, now we're gonna show you all a lot of words in here because people don't talk about hell because hell don't exist. That's what they say. So we're gonna go to the scripture. We're going to go to scripture, and uh, Debiram 32 and 22 says what? For a what? Fire. They're going to pull them up. Y'all slip on up to the, those. Uh, just click on that. Click on DJ, you know how to do it. Show, show the word meaning. Just click on that blue, and you should get the uh, script. Debiram 32 and 22, or you should be to just slide up. Um, this is, this is the, the uh, scripture study digital library that I use, and, and some of these scholars have gotten one on themselves for themselves. But there you go. See it? It's, see, studying is not hard, so stop saying that. You get your, this digital library, and you can do the same thing I'm doing. Same one of these teachers that want to be on this elevation where I know everything and won't tell you how I get what I get. What sense does that, does that make? We, we want you to duplicate. Want you to be uh, eloquent, intelligent scholars of the word. That's the purpose that's on your life right now. It's to be scholars. It's to study. Remember, he said, "Those who obey my teaching, only a scholar will obey teaching. People who don't study don't obey his teaching. You can't hear something from somebody else and think you you get it going. It don't work like that. You have to spend personal time, personal fellowship with the Holy Spirit in the Word, studying for yourself. Y'all, y'all getting this?" So stop just coming in here on weekends and on Thursdays, scripture study, and then a lot of y'all got to give it to you. You're going back and listening, but you got to put some, start putting some stuff down and listening and applying the techniques I'm constantly teaching you. You can't find too many ministries where the teacher would stand there and show you everything that I show you and how to do it. My, my sons, 
they they not benefiting me if they if I don't teach them how to do what I'm doing. And I'm always telling them about a father. So look, I'm, you come from me. You didn't get here by yourself. You 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 pass Dom Dora if you won't draw from someone who have already learned what you're trying to learn. It, does that make sense? What what? And this woman got all I need to know, but I'm trying to find out for myself because I'm a man. That's stupid. A wise person, okay, give me everything you got. I want what you got, you got, and you got. You already know it. That's a principle of parenting for children. And our children, if you get a hold of that, if your parents know something now, you will get all they got, and you will save that time of you going out trying to learn it. Because you're going to be forever learning. And, and you finally, now you're 60 and finally learning something you could have learned when you were 12 if you set your little hard head self down, self, hard head self down and listen to your dad and mama. That's the rebellious culture that's out here. It's in hip-hop. Hip-hop is a rebellious culture. It's like a cancer, and it have absorbed all ethnic backgrounds. You got the Chinese, Japanese, Australian, European, French, everybody. Yeah, I saw this little Asian guy. He walking his looking really walking his head all down. You ain't black. What you doing? That hip hop guy and that influence of music. Y'all know I'm telling the truth, don't you? I'm just bold enough to say it. That's how powerful that music is, and it manipulates the will to be receptive to a rebellious culture. Because most young men were brought up in that culture, they disrespect grown men. We was down at uh we was having a little event. And these little guys had their bikes all over the place. And I'm just me. I said, y'all, what, what are y'all doing? I, I didn't know none of them. I said, y'all need to, this is a business. And what you're doing, like y'all always do, you're making us look bad. Got your bikes laying out in the way. The customers can't come in. They're going to call the police and get, get, these, get this stuff up and move this stuff out the way. And speak to us when we come back. Then they straighten up. Little, little grown jokers. Then one going to walk on me. I said, boy, you better you, look. You don't speak or talk to my wife, and I'm standing right here. Didn't your dad teach you that? Oh, I'm sorry. I said, I know you are. I said, see, y'all can do better and do uh, a lot, uh, uh, be better in your lives and, and, and a better person if y'all get taught something. So when, when I left, it was yes, sir. They didn't have to call me sir, but it was respect. What, that was birthed out of this hip-hop culture, telling little nappy-head 12-year-old that you can stand before a full-grown, full-strength man and, and get smart. Now, in my day, you did get up after about 30 or 40 minutes, after you did that, if you got up. So we didn't do that. We didn't, we, we, we didn't disrespect grown men. We spoke to them. Y'all catching it? But they think that's being a man. I had to correct one of, one of my sons. I ain't going to name no names. I got several sons. I had to correct. That's what you doing. Oh, damn, I'm standing up like a man. I said, you better get out of my face before you be sitting down like a woman. Now, you don't do that. You do not do that. You don't. Where do you get, your, where do you get that from? Well, that's why. Okay, you talk. Well, I don't want to talk too much. Y'all figure out who, who it is. They're not in there, by the way. All right, so for a fire is kindled in my anger and shall burn unto the lowest what? Hell and shall consume. You see that, Shin? the earth with an increase and set on fire the foundation of the mouth. That's talking about government. Now look at, look at um, uh, Tehillim 9 and 17. Slip down Tehillim 9 and 17. The wicked shall be turned into where? In hell. Right? The wicked shall be turned to hell and all the nations that forget Elohim. Y'all see that? Alright. Uh, 55 and 15. Let death seize upon them and let them go down quick into hell for wickedness is in their dwellings and among them. Wickedness. Wickedness. Wicked people can go into hell. Period. All right. I just want to show you and just, just and, and look, look, just look, just slide up. Y'all see all these words for yourself. Look at all those words for you. Look at them. Look at her. Y'all just scroll. Just keep scrolling. Just, just, just. I want everybody to see this. Everybody see this. Look at Yeshua, your 28 and 18. And your covenant with death shall be disannulled, dis and your agreement with hell shall not stand. When the overflowing scourge shall pass through, then you 
uh, then you shall be trodden down by it. Now, this is the King James Version. I don't speak archaic English. That's why I'm changing the ye to you. And some folk think they real holy. Thou art God, blessed be today. And, and you, mm -hmm. all right. Uh, that was Yeshua 28 and 18. All right, y'all just look at look at them. Look at them. I just want you to look at them. Look at Habakkuk 2 and 5. Ye also, yeah, you also, because he transgressed by wine, he, and wine is making reference to being drunk, intoxicated on religion. He is a proud man, neither keep at home, who enlarged his desires as hell, and is as deaf and cannot be satisfied, but gather into him all nations and heap up unto him. I'm talking about Satan here, satanic spirits. I just want y'all to see that about hell. Now, uh, there are some other uh, uh, scriptures. There are some other verses here that I want you to look at also. Just go to, um, you can do the NIV and type in hell in the search. And I, I want y'all, I want everybody to see this. Everybody to see this. Because you didn't come here to get no good, me good message. You ain't getting it. You're going to get some word and, and taught how to study and how to look at stuff. Now, uh, Matthew 5.22, now put up the word study and type in hell on the NIV, and, and he's showing you how this works, and you're going to see. Yeah, type in right here, search right there, hell, right there. That, that, yeah, type, no, 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 that's your scripture. Right? Yeah, yeah, hell, that's good. Yeah, go right here. Now watch this right here. Watch. He's going to pull up several verses uh, pertaining to hell. Now you type in, DJ, you helping out? Uh, Dr. Nia is pretty proficient in Logos, but there's a search bar right here. Yeah, here, now hit, hit enter. Hit enter. I think you're on the wrong search bar. Dr. Nia, help him out. She's going to pull it up. Uh, in the meantime, Matthew uh, 5 and 22. This, this study. This study. I ain't, try, I ain't trying to excite nobody. I never try to teach to excite. Never try to teach to inspire. We want to impact you with the word. Never try to teach to give nobody no good time. Or good message that, that doesn't do anything I told you I was born in Missouri the show mistake if I don't see results I don't do it period okay now Matthew 5 12 he says but I tell you that anyone who is angry with a brother or sister will be subject to judgment he's talking to believers here it's Matthew all right again anyone who says to a what a brother or sister rocker and that's an Arabic term for contempt, is answerable to the court, talking about the courts of heaven, and anyone who says you fool would be in danger of what? Hellfire, right? Right? Just pull the scriptures up. You got it, Dr. Ray? They got it? Okay, put it up right quick. And if you can't, just go to the uh, scripture. So, see, my wife studied. My wife duplicate uh, what I do and add to it. Now, that's Matthew um Let's go to 5 and 29. Just go to 5 and 29. We won't do the word uh, study. You can do that on your own. Uh, as I was saying, my wife is a scholar, is a student. That's one of the things that attracted me to her. She, she w was a lover, is a lover of the word. Want to know. Rejecting religion. Big giver all the time. She always gave big. That, that was the main thing. Because I'm not fooling with no stingy joker that's going to uh, operate against the uh, covenant wealth system of heaven. And brothers, when y'all talking and, and find out where that woman hid at, if she is not tithing, returning first fruit, giving through your offerings, you just pass on by. See how quiet I got? And sisters, you too. I know you're desperate and, and running around 200 degrees all day and all night and just full of, uh, you know, you're, you're on fire. You know, but if you pass those basic principles, you're going to have some trouble. You're inviting rebellion to be in covenant with you in your relationship. Is that quiet again? Quit being so desperate. And, and see, you're going to go get a husband or a wife, and it's not going to work. You can do it the way the words say do, and you have something that'll work, and it'll work great. So ladies, quit asking for a husband if you stand and you're not obeying the word. Men, quit asking for a wife if you, if you like that. You will get one, but I doubt the Holy Spirit will give them to you. Renee, it's, it's so quiet. See, I tell you what I do. To, to, I tell you what works. And then when I tell you, you get quiet. You better not change 
you better not change the qualities you're looking for because you're 34 now. You understand? And, you're, you know, things changing in the body. You better not let that body rush you into something that you're going to regret. All right? You better just chill out. Now, Matthew 5 and 29. I like this teaching this morning. Holy Spirit got this thing. 5 and 29. Let's look at this right here. Here's a principle that everybody should live by and the conviction that you should have you. He said, if your right eye, he gave an analogy of the body, you know, about your physical eye, causes you to stumble or sin, uh, do what? Cut it out. Take a knife and cut your own right eye out. This, this, that's right. Cut it out and throw it away. Don't go and try to get it reattached through surgery. Throw it away. For he said, it's better for you to lose one part of your body than your whole body be thrown into what? Be thrown into what? The connotation here in the context, I mean the content, is don't compromise. You have zero tolerance for compromising. It's not worth it. It don't take but a little bit. You getting it? And then verse 30 he says, if your right hand causes you to sin or causes you to stumble, cut your hand off, throw it away. It's better for you to lose one part of your body than your whole body go to what? Go to where? Come on, y'all, talk to me now. Go to hell. See, you got this compromised doctrine and culture out here. And then in 1028, Matthew 1028, he says, do not be afraid of those who kill the body but cannot kill the soul. See, the soul is eternal. You getting it? But he said, but rather be afraid of one who can destroy both body and soul in hell. Your mind, will, and emotions cannot cease to exist, but the destruction he is talking about is being separated from him in the place of torment. You seeing it? All right. So hell is real. Hell is eternal separation from light. Now, what is light? Knowledge of the kingdom and the presence of the Father. Hell is eternal separation from order, from structure, from purity. Y'all getting this? It's the eternal separation from the presence of the Father which is to be totally, totally enveloped and living in darkness, chaos, disorder, pain, destruction, stress. Human beings, spirits, and souls cannot die. They are eternal. The body is the part that can be destroyed. So the fire he was talking about is to be consumed with darkness, consumed with pain, consumed with stress, consumed with hate, consumed with bitterness, and everybody in that place are consumed with darkness. And you know the chief of darkness is there constantly tormenting people. He's been tormenting himself. That's what hell is. So, uh, you know, just, just kind of get out your mind. The analogy of a of fire and, and, and a lake, that's to get paint a picture of what, it, what it's going to be like. Now, if you get the concepts of the kingdom and understand what light is, with not, which is knowledge of the kingdom, which come by his word, and everywhere his word is established, there is holiness, there is peace, there is wholeness, there is order, there is safety, there is rest. You getting it now? So that's what hell is. So again, my thing to you and everybody listening to me, uh, are you going to smarten up and quit playing around and listen to these, these folk out here telling you this stuff just to fill their pews up? and get your money, and get your time, and get fame and fortune off you, and you got thousands. You're sure? He said the gates of hell is what? Everybody going that way. But the, the, the gate to the kingdom of heaven is what? Meaning there are restrictions and discipline. You don't do what you want to do and go to heaven. All right. Okay. See, you know, anyway. All right. Now let's go to our notes. Now, let's get into this. So it took that to get us set up to go in this subtopic that we have now. And that a born-again believer can turn back, reject salvation after they receive the knowledge of the truth. And, you know, I posted this on our scholar page, and I'm going to tell you, I kicked the brother off. Because you don't have more sense than that, and you're going to try to attack a fight. We don't do that. I don't debate with nobody. If you don't have the truth in you, I don't fool with you. If you don't want the truth, I don't fool with you. Well, how can somebody be reborn? And the scripture and, and post all these these English translations from a Greek perception and Greek theology of what's in the Bible, telling trying to twist the scripture.
to his own destruction and others' own destruction. Now, you know, if I want this place full from here, out there, and over there, all I got to do is just, if you go in hell, the Lord understands, you know, you're going to make it. It's, it's okay. Never say anything about in, immoral conduct. Never say anything about uncleanness. Never say anything. Shoes, I'm sitting up there in the concert with you. You bought me a ticket, and we went together. And we all got high and drank a little bit. I said, man, we're going to teach this tomorrow, and so on, so this, and so on. Yeah, y'all, I see y'all tomorrow. Everybody be there. Because every, every human being with a dark nature, we were born with dark nature, want the good and the evil at the same time. Want to be able to live out all the dictates of the flesh and still have the rewards of the spirit. Everybody want that. Did y'all know that? You, 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 listen, I'm born again. My mind is, is being uh, renewed, transformed. My will is, is being submit. I submit my will to the Father. My emotions being crucified on a daily basis. That doesn't mean that my the part of me that has not been transformed, the, that my will that has not been submitted at, as we confront the word on a daily basis, if I don't submit my, my will and control my emotions, I have, I have the same thoughts you have. You seeing it? But the thing about it, I made up my mind to be go through the sanctification process daily. So out of going through that sanctification process daily, I don't want no hell no hell. I got enough sense now. I had to get to this point. So when the thought come, it's easy for me to deal with it. Ain't no struggle no more. It's just I don't want that. It's just this stupidity. No, I'm not doing it. I don't want it. It doesn't make sense to me any longer. I've always been in the Word. From day one when we got in the Word, thoughts would come. Yeah, everybody else doing it, and these preachers doing it, and they he and ha-ha and talk about what they're doing. Yeah, yeah, I might try that. See, the might try is gone because I committed, I committed myself to be on an altar of sacrifice daily. See, if you deal with a thought, you get victory in what? Your acts. People are being defeated in their acts because never got victory in your thoughts in that head. And when we stand and teach you by precept and example that you can live a mature life, you can live a life that's free from willful sin, folk have a problem with that. And then we take them to scripture and show them they never saw it. Never taught, no, nobody never taught them that. And Kepha, what is it, Olive Kepha 1 and 10? He said, you add to your faith virtue, virtue, knowledge, and knowledge, patience, and self-control. He said, if you do these things, you'll never sin. He was talking to people. Oh, China, I ain't nobody like the Lord. Only the Lord can do that. Stop lying based on ignorance. Now, I don't really jump on folk because I know they don't know. And what I do when they get through, I say, yeah, the scripture did say so-and-so, 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 so-and-so. And I walk away and through with it. Because now you got corrected. Or I text them back and tell them something. You shouldn't have said that that, was, that that wasn't right what you said. I know you want to do right, but you're telling people the wrong thing. That's not in Scripture. And y'all should be doing the same thing instead of sitting down and hee-hee and ha-ha. All right, let's go here. Let's go, Shim. I think I got seven points. Five, is it five on this one? Yeah, seven, five on this one, five points. A born-again believer, let's go to your point. A born-again believer can turn back and reject salvation after they receive. This message here is really going to produce some sanctified folk, ain't it? You know, the messages like this, when you hear and do messages like this, your life change. Everything change. You know, the struggle is over. I mean, Dr. Renee taught, uh, she did a women's conference years ago, the struggle is over. She used a title to attract people. But when she got through with them, they, too many didn't want to come back. <laughs> Because he eliminated all the excuses. Why are you struggling anyway? To struggle means that you're resisting in your will to do what's right. You catching it? There's a resistance that shouldn't be there. But pastor, you know, it's a struggle, but I'm, I mean, no, no, it's not a struggle. You just don't want to do right. Just go and tell the truth. You just don't want to do right. That's all. Yeah, you're right, pastor. Okay, I'm not right. I'm never right. The word is always right. I just repeated you to you what the Father told us and instructed us in, a, in his word. It go, it, it's for everybody. Everybody. All right? All right, now, here point number one. And these are some uh, 
uh, verses we're going to go to. I tell you what, I think I got them posted already. Ebrahim 6, 1 and through 8, but yet Timotheus 3 and 7. Let me see what that is before I go there. I know what Ebrahim 6 is. So what we're going to do, I want to check it first. Because we're going to spend, oh, yep, that's it. <laughs> Put a whole lot of time in that one. So I don't think I'm going to go there yet. Let's look at Timotheus. But yet Timotheus, what's on the reference? Where are we going? But yet Timotheus 3 and 7. Those are the original names. The other seven come from actually Roman, Rome, the two. You know, the Roman number two. How many saw uh, Ten Commandments, that old Ten Commandments, when, the, you know, they did the Ten Commandments? Y'all remember that? And he did a Roman numeral one and two and three. That that was all wrong. were no Roman numerals marked on no tablets. It was Aleph, Bayet, Gimel, Dalit, Hai, Bob, the Yin, and so forth. You, you get the Hebrew letter words produce numbers. Now, Timotheus uh, three and seven. Bayet Timotheus three and seven. Uh, what version are you in? The NIV? Okay. And it says 3 and 7. Let me take my word search off. Okay, he said always, watch this right here. Oh, this, this is, mm, wow. Well, I just do 7. Y'all go back and read the rest of it, okay? All right, always learning, but never doing what? Never, never always learning. He's talking about women here. Verse 6, sisters, this, I didn't write this. He, I didn't do this. Verse 6, he said, there are the kind who worm, he's talking about these teachers, because women, you are designed uh, to be receivers. See, ladies uh, receive teaching and a lot more susceptible to teaching than men are. See, he's still trying to be the man and don't want to submit. A lady is designed to submit to instructions and teaching. She is designed that way because she is designed to receive and give back what she received with the intensified uh, spreading of that message. See, a woman, you give her a seed, you give her a sperm, and she give you a whole person back. A little bit of sperm. You can't hardly see. You got all of us are a product of a woman receiving a seed, multiply, magnifying that seed, and giving it back. You seeing it? So women were designed to receive. Men were designed to give. Now, these days, women are the givers and buying men. <laughs> okay. They are kind. Who, they are the kind who do what? Warm, worm, they use worm, a swindle, their way into homes and gain control over gullible women who are loaded down with sins and are swayed by all kinds of evil desires, always learning but never able to come to a knowledge of the truth. Y'all see that? Now watch this. It's, he's teaching about women, but it's applicable to everybody because he says just as Janus and Jambres opposes, uh, oppose Moshiach, so also these teachers oppose what? Truth. So you got men doing women conferences because men know that women are very uh, susceptible to teaching. But a lot of them, uh, you got the same conference every six months, though. Now, when are you going to get the sheets off of you and when are you going to get loose? And when are you going to, why you have to do it every, see this repetitive thing. Every year, you go into a women's conference about the same thing. He, he telling you what type of teacher you got. And he telling you that if you do that, you will never, you will be, always be learning because you are being taught from someone who opposes the truth. You can't learn truth from someone who is not teaching truth. Somebody get that, please. You cannot learn truth or be taught truth from someone who is not teaching truth. Now, what qualifies, what is the primary dominant qualification for something being truth? It must be what? Original. Now, well, you got your truth, I got my truth. Now, hogwash with that stuff. I know better. Don't, don't even talk to me about that. 
I know what truth is. Truth must be original. Now, the question is, if you got your truth, where did it come from? I read a book, so it's not original. It didn't come from you. You getting it? What well, well, so-and-so, so-and-so said, that's what they said. Did you observe it with your own big eyes? Did you hear it with your own floppy ears? Did, were you there when those words were uttered or when that product was designed? Was you there when creation came into being? Were you there when man was formed? No. There was only one person there. There was Elohim, the Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. Truth must be original. Therefore, truth can only come from Yahweh. Ahaya, Asher, Ahaya. It's the only being that truth come from. He is and he always was and he always will be. There is no beginning and no ending. There is no start and there is no end with him because he always was. Y'all catching it? And when you study the book of Hazan called Revelation, it's written in those three tense. What was, what is, and what is to come. When you get through, it's all in him. You getting it? So all this stuff about I got my truth, you got my, your truth, that's coming from a bad source of thought there are only two sources of thought when i say source what am i making reference to what father two fathers are source of thought there is light and there is darkness darkness came into being by a rebellious spirit who chose to break the laws and operate in his own will and y'all know who it was lucifer and the scripture said you were created with all this covering full of wisdom, influence, a musical instrument, until what? Iniquity was found in you. That iniquity was found in him when he made the choice and the decision that he said, I'm going to be like El Elyon, the Most High, and I'm going to exalt myself. That's when that source of dark thought was birthed by Lucifer. Only two. I was talking to my son, Yisrael, the 40, 90 year old, and he, he was saying that even though you have an idea, it's not your idea. It cannot be your idea because all sources of thought only come from two places. I, I know y'all thought y'all were smart. I did too. Every thought had a beginning. It had a content, a substance that birthed that thought out. Now, however, that thought manifested and the context of it, the meaning of it, it still come from a source or substance. You seeing it? If it's light, you know who it come from. And every idea that man has come up with is nothing new. Every evil idea that man has come up with is nothing new. He received, she received a thought from a source. And people have a problem with it. Because in order to receive, receive that, you got to acknowledge you didn't create yourself. In order to receive that, you got to acknowledge, we got to acknowledge that we do have a creator. And he put himself in us when he created us. Look at the human body. I'm not going to even get into, uh, well, we get into it. Look, look at how he designed the human body. I did a message. Y'all go back and look at it, law of epigenetics. And, and we showed you from scripture and from design that the human body will heal itself. But it'll only do that if the person believed that. The belief system is powerful. It was designed to work. Whether a person is born again or not, they can believe that this particular terminal disease that's in their body is going in regression and the laws that govern that body will take release themselves in that body to go and either repair, rebuild, or destroy what's ever in that body that don't supposed to be there without no metals. This is why you have naturalists and religious vegans getting healed and they're saying the Bible is a fairy tale. You don't have to by his stripes you are healed. Not understanding that when he made reference to stripes and bruises, 
he was talking about not only the physical punishment that was placed on man, but the physical punishment that man received because of his spiritual condition. See how God get? Now, say you get saved, the Lord will hear you. And they said, I just changed my diet. And I stopped eating processed food. And I started putting electrolytes in my body. I started putting alkaline water in my body. And it's going in regression. What you talking about by stripes? What you, what, 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 what? You got to bring, that's why people be looking at people like that. We got to be taught. You got laws in your body that were put there by the creator that work. Are you understanding me? Now, here's the difference. If a person's not born again, they have to discover the laws and what they need to do that. And they have to go through the process that it takes. If a person is born again, instantaneously he received healing. And once you receive, just like DJ was sharing this morning, instantaneously, once you receive, then you, next, your next step is Holy Spirit, okay, help me get my act together, my diet. Because if I keep eating, this, eating like this, I'm going to get back sick again. And when I, when I teach like this, some of y'all, including y'all, you get quiet. And you start, you know, uh, bowing all up and stuff like mom and them used to say. All right, boy, you bow up. I'm going to break that bow. <laughs> Rise up. They're going to break that down real quick. If you don't change what you are putting in your body that's destroying your body, you, I'm going to say like the single say you, they say you, you going to wind up in the same position that you were in at, at, at prior to that condition. It, it won't change because you're constantly destroying your body. Same way with, with your mind, your soul. If you hear the word and you accept that word and you receive the change, if you do not keep hearing that word, guess what? Same state. That's why I be encouraging everyone, be consistent. You can't just, just, just one time you think you got it. How does faith come? I got to stop here. How does faith come? It comes by what? It comes by what? The tense is never stop hearing. Through the what? The word. Now, I like the way Romans uh, 10 in the Amplified, that translation put it. It said, faith comment by hearing and hearing. Y'all pull it up in the Amplified, the original. You got several Amplifieds. The original Amplified, Romans 10, 9. It says, hearing the message that come from the lips of Messiah. When you read the Bible, you got a lot of stuff that Yeshua didn't say in it. You got historical facts and events that took place. Am I right? You got words stated by other men, do you not? And if you study good, you will find words, excuse me, that was, that was taught by Yeshua himself. Now, if the men were taught and that word was in agreement with his word, that's still him teaching. I was showing that, uh, I think it was Thursday night session, I, I took y'all over to Thessalonians and showed you that the uh, believers at Berea, they received the word and they were more noble because they received it as in fact was the what? Word of Elohim and not the word of man. Y'all getting it? Can you get down fine? If not, it's okay. I got to stop. Okay. But faith, your belief system is developed by what you continue to hear. And he said, if you want the right belief system in you, you continue to hear the message that come from the lips of Messiah, Yeshua Messiah. That's how faith comes. If you stop, if you break, guess what? Faith stop coming. Go on, go to gym. Get 20-inch bicep. Go on, get them, bro. Go stretch that skin out. Stretch it out. Go right ahead. Stop. Stop doing them curls. Just stop. And you're going to walk in and your skin, you're going to be tripping off the skin of your arm. All that skin you stretch still there and it's going to be just like flab. You seeing it? Why? Because... If you stop doing what you did to get what you got, you do what? You lose it, but the consequences of stopping is evident before all. We hear the word, get taught the word, then we walk away, and things get worse. It's quiet again, Dr. Nate. I think, I think our eyes will stop. Shalom, everyone, and we know that the word have challenged your belief system, have challenged the way you think. It's always designed to go against everything that's not pure, that's not holy, and not like Elohim. You can go to our website, and you'll see how you can connect with us, get, a, get study resources from us. Uh, whether you live in Memphis or not, you can connect with us. I'd be glad 
to um, uh, teach you, train you, uh, offer you pastoral covering. I got people in Texas and Georgia now and also uh, international that have connected to this ministry. They, you might not see them here, but they uh, con communicate with me through Messenger, and we appreciate you all too. So thank the Father for the technology that he have now that the message of the kingdom is going out worldwide. And shalom. All right. I just went on stop. <laughs>